0: You're listening to the Fitness Matters Podcast with Paula B., and this is episode number 57 Resolutions. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome to the very last podcast episode of 2020. I'm so excited about this one. I, if you have been around the Paula B Fitness Channel, the Fitness Matters Channel, the Buzz, the <laughs> all of the other incarnations of anything that I have ever done ever, you might know that I happen to love the end of the year slash start of the year. This is my jam, you guys guys. I love it when goal setting is on... Okay, maybe not everybody's mind. I totally get that as we, as we crawl to the close of 2020, I totally get that maybe maybe goal setting has not been at the top of your list. Maybe it's still not at the top of your list, that this might have been a very weird year for you and we're all just kind of happy to be done with it. But... Even in a year with a global pandemic, I will tell you that I am so excited about closing out one year and opening up another one and opening up my heart and my mind (laughs) to setting some resolutions, you guys for me. The first thing I'm going to do, okay, before we even get going, I am going to point you in the direction of last year's two-part series of creating successful resolutions. I just listened to them again myself, which is super funny. I don't usually go back and listen to these podcasts every now and again. And sometimes like when I'm editing, well, in fact, when I'm editing, because I do sometimes have like long pauses or sneezes or things like that. So uh, generally speaking, I record the podcast and then I listen to it once while I'm editing. And and then, honestly, I, you know, I'm so focused on creating new content that I really don't go back and listen to old content. Kind of kind of ever. So, I actually went back and listened to both episodes of the Creating Successful Resolutions series. I mean, it was only two two episodes. But anyways, I listened to both of them and they are good. And so, I'm going to point you in the direction of listening to both of those because I had actually forgotten some of the things that I had talked about. It was super interesting for me personally to have a verbal record of all the things that I was talking about that I wanted to do in 2020. It was... I mean this is totally to the aside, but it was really funny to me to listen to how much I talked about Instagram. <laughs> because because one of the things that I did this year that I'm actually really, really happy and proud of is that I stopped posting on Instagram and took care of took care of my mental health in terms of trying to keep up with all of the Joneses. And so So it was really interesting to hear that particular piece of the puzzle. But anyways, I'm going to tell you, go listen to both of those episodes. You can listen to them on one and a half speed if you've heard them before. Just refresh your mind because I'm not really going to get into the why of the things today because I'm going to assume that you already have listened to why we do the things that we do. And if you don't know, haha, go listen now. But anyways, so here it is, the end of the year. We're going to wrap it up and we're gonna look forward to a fantastic 2021. So the first thing that we do if you don't already know, the first thing that we do is we recap the year that we are finishing. I have an assignment for you. In fact, I have a couple of assignments for you today. And it's the assignment that I assigned you last year as well. I have an assignment for you today that I would like you to sit down, take some actual time. I took about about 30 minutes this morning where I was noodling this out and I did not come up with a complete list. I just came up with enough things that I wanted to talk to you about. And then I will, I will continue making this list on my own as I have time later today. But I want you to make a list of your accomplishments in 2020. This is so essential. And even though I promised you or told you I wasn't going to get into the why of it, I am going to tell you. This is such an important thing that we do. It is, I cannot stress this enough, how important it is to look at what you have done and acknowledge that you are winning. I understand how difficult it is to, and I'm quoting you here, not even me. I'm quoting you when you say it's hard to brag about yourself. This isn't bragging. There's such a different intention behind this when you are acknowledging the actions you have taken that have moved you towards things you want for yourself. It is not about being better than somebody else. It's not about proving yourself. It's not about any of the things that we've been warned our whole lives that it's bad for us to feel you know too good about ourselves. I am telling you there is no such thing as feeling too good about yourself. When you feel good about the things that you are doing, you will create goodness in the world. It is just that simple. So, make your list. I will share with you a couple of the things that made my list. <laughs> it's really funny because I didn't end up writing down how happy I am that I gave up Instagram, but I will tell you that I'm happy that I gave up Instagram. It was it was a big thing for me to let go. In fact, there was a couple of things on my list that I let go of. Perfection in a lot of ways. I let go of feeling like I had to do say things a certain way and I am opening myself up to the possibility that there are other methods to get where I want to go. and and I think that's really important in my my personal growth. So so anyways, let me share with you um, I don't even know how many numbers this is somewhere between one and 20, things that I was really happy with in 2020. I more than doubled my Paula B Fitness subscribers on YouTube. That was huge, 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 huge for me. I mean, obviously, I was in the right place at the right time during a global pandemic, because being on YouTube and providing free workouts for people was kind of the place to be this year when all y'all needed some home workouts. So I cannot say that I personally had a lot to do with that, except for the fact that I had already had out. Plenty of good content, and I know that the content that I put out this year was super helpful as well. And I'm really, really, really proud of, and excited that I more than doubled my Paula B. Fitness subscribers. And I mentioned that really specifically the Paula B. Fitness subscribers because I'm more than five x'd my Fitness Matters subscribers. You guys, the podcast, it's growing, and I'm super, super excited. And I'm really on on both of these. I'm only counting YouTube numbers. I. I don't think I have access to like Apple podcast numbers in the way that I have um, access to analytics from other platforms. I just read something a couple of days ago about how Apple is now providing more analytics. And so I need to look into that because they have never traditionally, they have not provided any kind of numbers whatsoever. From what I have been able to gather, I do actually have a much larger audience elsewhere <laughs> than I do on YouTube for the, the podcast really specifically. And obviously, I mean, it's a podcast. Why would you watch it on video? Except thank you to the 5,000 of you who do. And that's really exciting. Um, I tripled my 2019 income and if you go back and listen to the the episodes that I was referring you to where I was recapping 2019 I had already more than doubled 2018's income which first of all just really tells you how little I made in 2018 <laughs> more than anything but but it was really really exciting I had set myself a an almost ridiculously lofty income goal for this year that truly at the beginning of the year in fact when we were doing taxes um, towards the beginning of the year, I think it was in in March. Oh, in fact, it was. It was in March when we were doing taxes. I told my accountant what my goal was for the year. and, And my husband later much later, like literally last month, told me that when I stood in the accountant's office and announced how much I was going to be making this year, that that both he and the accountant thought that that was adorable, that I thought I was going to make that much money. And I did. In fact, I surpassed my goal, which was really exciting. Um, I started the Get Your Goal group on Facebook. This is my personal, private, paid Coaching and accountability group that I am I am super excited about. I um I don't wanna I don't wanna like justify or get into any of these things like too much, but I'm going to anyways because that's what I do. But it's it's been a really interesting and fascinating experiment truly to start a group like this and to see where I want it to go and to kind of go through some growing pains figuring out exactly how I want to show up there and what I expect from other people there or and I say expectations like like I demand that you do things. You can participate as much or as little as you want. But I what I want to provide for you in the group that you can participate with. It's been really interesting and fun to grow that group. I went live this year for the very first time on both Facebook and YouTube, which was just huge. That was that was all a mental hurdle and now and now I totally love it. I started a second podcast <laughs> because it's just not enough to have one, but I started a second podcast because of those live episodes on Facebook, on YouTube, so that it's a really easy and convenient way to listen to the replace. So I do have a second podcast in case you're ever curious. I I really thought long and hard about including that kind of content here on the Fitness Matters podcast, but I it's just slightly different. I'm literally just answering questions and I'm answering questions in a live format so that I'm, you know, saying hello to people and being really casual. It's in my living room. So, you know, my kids are walking in and out and stuff like that. So, so it's just, it's slightly different content that I don't think is a hundred percent on brand with Fitness Matters, but it's, it's still me. So, I mean, I guess it's totally always on brand. Anyways, it's called Q and A Friday and it's Q plus A and there's no spaces there. Friday, Um, And you can find it on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And please do. Um, I refined my morning routine. And in fact, that's why I made a video about my morning routine this year is because I really kind of found a groove into how to start my day productively that feels really, really good. And in fact, productivity has been a a big thing on my mind. And we're going to get to that a little bit later. But but being productive and starting my day just right has has been a huge thing for me this year. Um, And in that vein, I actually, I tackled procrastination this year, which has been gosh, that's been a theme throughout my life. I've I was a procrastinator. And in fact, you you will have heard if you have been listening to the Fitness Matters podcast since since it was the Let's Run podcast, you've heard me talk about procrastination before. And I do not call myself a procrastinator anymore. It's really interesting to watch my own mind progress through this this issue. And I'm really, really proud of that. I ran an ultra marathon this year, which sounds so crazy now because it was so long ago, but I, that made the list because, because I did, I ran a 50 K back in February when, when the world was still normal. And it was so exciting. Um, I worked one-on-one with a YouTube coach this year, which was huge. I mean, just absolutely huge. And in fact is part of, um, Oh, the next one here. I brought my thumbnail skills up several notches. And what I mean by that truly is that I I learned how to use... Software and my creativity in a whole different way because of the coaching that I got. I actually think about my business in a really different way because of the coaching that I've gotten, and it's been it's been really really helpful for making me kind of realize what it is that I want to give you and and where I'm actually going to go with with my business. So that's been really exciting. Um, I got very clear and vocal about the goal of 1 million subscribers. Last year, I vividly remember standing in this closet and announcing that I was aiming for a million subscribers and feeling like I was going to throw up. Like, that to me was just so... It was so huge and so scary and such a big number and so ridiculous and so insane that I felt like an absolute fraud even saying it out loud. And yet now, I think it comes up almost every episode. I've said it so many times that it is, it's is—it's just a done deal. It's, it's coming. And that's that's just it. And in fact, on 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 almost daily basis, you all mention to me about my goal. Like, oh yeah, you know, when you have your million subscribers, and like, I have made it so much more real and clear in my mind by simply talking about it. And we're gonna get to that a little bit more. So I'm gonna let that go for right now. Um, I am becoming a life coach. And next year, I'll be able to say that I became a life coach. The program that I'm in is six months long, and it started in September, so I'm not going to actually be a life coach until um, I think I get my actual certification in April, so So, I don't get to say that I've completed it yet, but I am taking steps currently to become a Certified Life Coach and that is life-changing in so many ways. And I wrote this one down because I was thinking about it from last year when I was listing. Last year when I was listing all the things that I really, really want. And one of the things, in fact, I think it was one of the top things, was that I wanted designer handbags. And that's something that I have always wanted. Like, always, always, always. And I treated myself this year. I actually bought myself, and this is going to sound so funny, like, who wants to pay full retail? But I I really specifically paid full retail on a designer handbag just to prove that I could and just as a treat to myself and it felt so good (laughs) and I will continue to bargain hunt from now on but it was just it was so symbolic to me to spend that kind of money on myself for something frivolous that was just to treat myself for for the work that I've put in it was it was actually harder than you might think I mean if if you struggle to spend money on yourself you know how hard it is and, and that was something that I really worked through in my mind. And I'm, I'm really, really happy. Honestly, I'm, I'm happy with the mental work that I did, as well as the physical work that I did to be able to buy such a thing. And then I also, I managed my mind during a global pandemic. I mean, you guys, this year, this year has brought its own unique challenges to all of us in lots of different ways. And... And I'm really happy that I am where I am with the skills that I have and and what I've been able to create for myself during a time when when it could have been very easy to to give in to panic, to give in to negativity, to give in to lots of things. And honestly, just so we're clear, that's available. To us all at any time. It was just a little bit easier this year because we saw it all around us in a lot of different ways and a lot of different media. So, so for me, being in a place where I can manage my mind and, and continue to move forward with positivity and feeling good and, and knowing what I'm thinking and feeling what I'm feeling has been really exciting about this year. So so this was part one of our resolutions where we recap the year that we are finishing up. And I'm going to tell you again, this is so important. It's so important. This exercise of sitting down with a pen and paper and letting yourself notice how you are winning it's crucial. It's crucial to moving forward and winning more. And I'm going to urge you to not skip this part. And I'm going to let it go because, again, I <laughs> there's an hour-long episode from last year where I talk all about why this is so important. So I'm going to let you go listen to that. And we're going to move on to step two, which is picking something. Now, I will tell you that this year I did not need to make like a long list of all the things that I really, really want <laughs> or nor did I sing the Spice Girls except for the fact that I always sing the Spice Girls because because I am still moving towards the goal that I set for myself last year. I am still moving towards the million subscribers, but I was thinking about what it is exactly that I would like to tackle this year. Because in all, in all reality, I'm probably not going to hit a million subscribers this year. And I say that probably, like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, I'm still rather far away from a million. But I will tell you, I will tell you, in fact, let me just spit this out. My goal for 2021 is to hit a half a million and and here's the thing, I'm sitting at one hundred and forty thousand right now. Half a million is still really far away. That's that's more than doubling. And in the past couple of years, generally speaking, I have just doubled my subscribers, sometimes a little bit less, sometimes a little bit more. This year was slightly more than doubling. So to uh, that's not quite quintupling, quadrupling my subscribers is, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And that's kind of the point of this goal. When I was thinking about where I wanted to be at the end of this year, I was trying, like in the past couple of months, I've, I've been thinking about, you know, like what's reasonable and what's my normal growth and what do I think I can do? And I was I was feeling very, I'm not even sure what word I want to use here. Uninspired is maybe the word. I was feeling unsure of myself, and I couldn't quite figure out why. I'm like, you know, I've I've always been capable of hitting the things that I that I mean to hit. I speak them into existence. When when I, last year, I mean, I didn't say it out loud last year, but I knew I was going to hit a hundred thousand subscribers this year. Like that was simply not going to not happen. So so I was I had done a lot of mental work around what it was going to be like to be you know I a girl with a hundred thousand subscribers. And, and I knew that was coming and I felt very excited about that. And yet when I started thinking about like, okay, 200 to 300,000 subscribers, it felt very lame. Honestly, lame is the word I'm going to use. It did not feel exciting. It did not feel like something I wanted to be aiming for. It still felt like I was falling so short of the million, and I don't think that that's exactly what it was, but it didn't feel inspiring to me. It didn't feel scary enough, honestly, is really what it came down to. It felt like something I could do. And when you feel like it's something that you're totally capable of doing, it's not a very good goal because there's a part of your brain that's like, well, I mean, why would I aim for this if I'm probably going to get it anyways, even if I'm not really trying that hard? And and I know that getting to a half a million subscribers, I'm going to have to try hard. I'm going to have to step out of my comfort zone. I am going to have to step up my game. I am going to have to make some changes in the way that I mentally think about things. I might make some changes in the way I physically do things. Like, I am going to have to grow as a human being. And for me, this is the actual point behind setting goals. It's not It's not the getting of the goal. There's nothing magical about having a half a million subscribers or million subscribers or 10 million subscribers. Those numbers aren't going to fundamentally make me a different person, but the journey to get that number is in fact going to make me a different person. My journey to even the hundred thousand that I have right now, I have changed... So many things about the way that I think about myself, the way that I see my success, the way that I produce the videos. I mean, both physically and mentally, I have changed so much from the girl that I was when I very first started my YouTube channel. And I know that I have that much more growth in me in order to get to my goal. And I'm excited about seeing what it is that I'm going to have to manage in my mind to get there. And, and in that vein of, of doing scary things. I will tell you, I actually, I picked three things and they're not entirely separate things, but they are from kind of different areas of my life. And again, I talked about this last year, so I'm going to let you listen to the other podcasts to really fill in the blanks on this one. But my, my business goal is that I am attracting a half a million subscribers. My, my personal kind of fitness, but just kind of family-related goal is that my husband and I are going to go on 30 different adventures. This was something that we had talked about a couple of weeks ago, or not you and I, my husband and I (laughs) talked about a couple of weeks ago. I was talking to him about transitioning out of running very long distances and relying on races, which this year have all been virtual, um, and trying trying to kind of come up with a reason to get out of our comfort zone and do different things. And and so we were talking about going on adventures and we've been on a couple of different adventures. We found some trails that we had never hiked before. And we've just been starting to step out of our normal routine comfort zone and so I was talking to him about can we quantify this like can I can I get some things on the calendar so that the year doesn't slip by and it's like oh gosh we barely did anything at all which happens sometimes when when we say oh I'd like to do this or that or the other thing and then and then it's just another weekend and we have chores and there's grocery shopping and we're busy and and this and that and and i just really wanted to set a number on it and really quantify it so i am announcing to you and myself and my husband who already knows because we already talked about it that that we are going to go on 30 different adventures this year and they could be super small too i mean they're mostly local but But I'm really looking forward to doing something, again, very different and outside my comfort zone as far as that goes. That I'm not just running long distances. I'm not just doing the same trails. I'm not just doing the same thing that we are exploring and doing something different with our weekends and our lives. And then also personal but also business, like really business personal, my third goal for myself, and this is the one that is going to make me feel like I'm about to throw up, I am writing a book this year. You guys, I have wanted to write a book almost since I can remember. Like, one of my earliest memories as a child was sitting down at my parents' typewriter, which I loved the typewriter. We had an electric typewriter and we had a manual typewriter, and I loved them both because of the noises that they made and how exciting it was to roll a fresh blank piece of paper on there and then start creating something out of nothing. I love... I love writing, but I also don't make time for it anymore. It's something that I really enjoy, but I also find difficult and I don't make the time for it, frankly. And so I have decided for a lot of different reasons. I got to be honest, I have had this I've had this idea in my head literally since I was a child, but also more and more lately and there have been a couple of things that have happened within the past couple of months where people have come to me and said, Paula, you need to write a book and here's how I can help you. And it's just been really fascinating to me to, to hear this and take it in and realize that this is something that I can do, that this is something that, that maybe not you all, but, but you, some of you want from me that I can give you and that I'm excited to give you. And, and so here it is. I'm saying it out loud. I'm writing a book this year. Whew, and that one feels really tough. <laughs> Honestly, it's even scarier than the half a million subscribers. The half a million subscribers feels very scary, but it's also scary within the realm of something that I'm already currently thinking about doing. The writing a book part is part of why the half a million feels so good, because I know... I know that the thing that I am going to need to do to write the book and get the half a million subscribers is to manage my mind, honestly. And, and the same with the adventures, too. In, in a lot of different ways, I need to manage my mind and manage my time in order to accomplish these three things this year. And because I've been thinking about what it is exactly that I am going to need to do as a human being in order to get where i want to go i actually this year's list <laughs> you've already if you've listened to both of the other podcasts you made the list of all the great things that you did in the the year that we're closing out you made a list of all the things that you want for yourself in the coming year and you've picked your one thing here's the list that i made this year for myself is who who do i think Who do I think I need to become in order to accomplish these things? And the way that I have approached this is I have gone into the future and I have become mentally a girl I'm calling half a milli Paula <laughs> because, because the Paula that I am going to be at the end of the year, the Paula who is going to stand in her closet at the end of 2021 talking to you about all the things that I have been able to accomplish this year because of where I wanted to go and, and how I sat down and figured it out. That girl is different and handles things differently than I do. And she knows how to get this stuff done because she's already done it. And this is what I'm gonna encourage you to do right now. Take a look at where you'd like to be at the end of the year or the end of your goal and we're gonna talk about that in just a little bit about the difference between getting your goal on any timeline and getting your goal on a timeline. I am setting for myself time-bound goals this year. I am telling myself that this is what I want by the end of the year. Not just whenever, but by the end of the year. And there is a reason for that, and I am going to get to it, but here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Half a millipala. Paula because she has already figured some of this stuff out, has some information for me. She wants me to know that these are the things that she had to tackle and conquer and really do the mental work on in order to get where she is. So this is this year's list. Half a Millie Paula has help. She has help with graphics, with editing, with copywriting, with creating. Paula has help in her life and her career. This is, if you listened to last year's podcast, this is an ongoing theme. And this is something we can totally talk about in a podcast, all in and of itself about how asking for help can feel very difficult. And that is something that I know that I am going to need to work on. Half a milli Paula also makes decisions. Now here's the thing, regular Paula, today Paula, (laughs) totally makes decisions, but sometimes I really dither on them. Sometimes I still take a long time on decisions that do not require a long decision-making process. This is something that I've actually been tackling for quite some time, and I have definitely made huge improvements on it. And it's something that I know, you know, half a Millie Paula has told me that that I'm going to continue to work on it. Half a Millie Paula spends money to make money. This is still kind of related to the having help thing. But it's having understanding that that money is abundant and that being able to spend money not just on pleasurable things but on your business has been... It's been a long time coming for me. I've, traditionally speaking, had a difficult time. Some of this is related to making decisions. Some of this is related to having difficulty asking for help. Some of this is related to being stingy with money. There's there's a theme here about money and help and decision making that that half a millipala has figured out. Half a millipala does not waste time on her phone. <sighs> That one's rough for me, just so you know. (laughs) Half a Millie Paula actually relaxes. Half a Millie Paula does not waste time on social media, which is sort of related to the phone thing, but also just sort of related to when I'm on social media, which obviously I am, it's my job. But when I'm on social media, sometimes I start scrolling rather than just, you know, giving out girls or answering questions. Sometimes I find myself wasting time because I would rather not be Doing the work that I have set out for myself to do. And, and half a millipala totally understands what a time suck that is. Half a millipala plans ahead. Half a millipala is 100% confident in planning and sticking to a schedule, which is sort of related. Planning ahead. This is, this is again, something that I have been working on a lot over the past year or so and is something that I'm going to continue to work on. Generally speaking, my turnaround time is very tight. I plan next week's content this week. And I know that half a Millie Paula has already told me that I'm going to need to be looking a lot further out than that, that I'm going to be need to be planning a lot further ahead. I'm going to need to get further ahead in order to in order to be where I want to be. And that's actually really related to actually relaxing. By not constantly thinking of, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to, because it's not done and because I've got timelines and this, that, and the other thing, I know that that's going to be helpful for me to actually relax when it's time to relax. Half a milli Paula is good at what she does. <laughs> half a milli Paula offers half a milli in value. So... I noticed when I was making this list that that there were definite themes. I mean, I pointed them out to you, that there are themes that I have already been working on that I've come so far in order to get where I am right now, but that there's still work to be done. And one of the things that I find that I really struggle with on a near daily basis is time management. That managing my time is is related to asking for help making decisions spending money and planning ahead that that on the daily when i am trying to figure out what to do with my day that that i am tempted to pick up my phone and scroll because i haven't decided ahead what i'm going to do with my time i haven't figured out how to be efficient i haven't figured out how to get things done in a way that i can get them done and then relax And so when I've been thinking about this, I've noticed, I've noticed a lot, actually, this is not brand new information, but I've noticed a lot that something I tell myself is that I have a lot to do. And while I could argue for this to be the truth all day, every day, I will tell you that it is an opinion. And it is an opinion that is not serving me. It is an opinion that is holding me back from getting things done that I want to get done. So this thought, I have a lot to do, creates for me a feeling of being overwhelmed. The feeling of overwhelmed drives me to the actions of dithering rather than making decisions, avoiding doing the things that are already on my list, scrolling on social media, wasting time, having this thought of, I have a lot to do, going around and around and around in my mind. So even though I'm not working, I'm not really relaxing, it creates these actions and inactions that get me the result that I always have a lot to do because I'm not getting the things done that I've wanted to get done. And that thought, which is only an opinion, gosh darn it, even though I swear it feels like a fact in my head, that thought is not serving me. Half a milli Paula does not have that thought anymore. Half a milli Paula has a different thought. And this is something that I spent time while I was going over this list of the things that I'm going to need to work on. I was wondering what kind of thoughts will half a Millie Paula have that are going to get her to half a million subscribers? And I actually could not come up with a thought. I really couldn't. But what I could come up with was I know what needs to get done. I know what actions I need to do and what inactions I need to, you know, not be doing anymore. And so I started there. What actions do I need to do that are going to get me the results that I want? And honestly, I want to get things done calmly and smoothly without wasting time and without worrying about what is getting done, what isn't getting done, when it's getting done, how it's getting done. And so starting with the action, I was able to think, okay, well, how am I going to feel that's going to create those actions? And I realized that the way that I want to feel in order to create what I want to create, is that I really want to just feel content, calm, pleasant. And that feeling is not really familiar to me. <laughs> Interestingly, that feeling is not currently how I feel when I am producing content, when I am creating, when I am working. Feeling content and pleasant is not a feeling that I generally have, which means that it is uh, you know, being, not being created by a thought that I am not currently having. And when I thought about what sort of thought would create contentment, I thought to myself, I do this because I'm good at it. And I thought that was such an interesting thing to say to myself because I do feel that way. I do feel like my job, that what I create, is because I'm good at it. And so therefore, this thought feels very available to me. It feels like it could be a truth. It could be a fact in my mind. Obviously, it's still an opinion, but it could feel factual to me at some point. So half a Millie Paula has offered me that my thought for this year is I do this because I'm good at it, which creates that feeling of contentment and being pleasant. It leads me to the actions of getting things done calmly and smoothly, without worrying, without wasting time, doing things that I don't want to be doing. And the result that I'm going to get is that I'm good at what I do. Isn't that amazing? My friends, my homework for you besides the obvious that I've mentioned so many times now to go back and listen to the two-part series about creating successful resolutions, I would love for you to visit your future self and make a list of the things that your future self is offering that you are going to need to learn in order to get where she is. Your future self, 130-pound you, 150 pound you, 120 pound you, whatever it is, put the number on it, 5k runner you, half a marathon runner you, marathon runner you, whoever it is you want to be at the end of this year, she has information about what you need to learn. And you guys... I totally promised you that I was going to talk about time-bound goals, time-bound resolutions. And I, speaking of time, have not enough time (laughs) to get to that in the matter that I want to. I thought I was going to have plenty of time today, but then I started talking about other stuff. I'm going to actually create a two-part series again this year. (laughs) Because talking about getting things done on a specific timeline really, really requires more conversation than I have time for right now. And I'd like to give it its due because it is such an important topic. So next week, here we go. I promised that it was coming and I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna tell you that it's coming next week. Next week, we're going to talk about the difference between an open-ended goal and a time-bound goal and which one you might want to set for yourself right now. My friends, my friends. Cheers to a beautiful end to 2020 and a beautiful beginning of 2021. I love you. Thank you so much for listening. Do your homework and share with me the things that future you has in store for you. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again soon. So are you totally loving this mindset work and you really want to do it like, you know, every day in order to get your goal? Then my friend, you need to join the Get Your Goal group. It is my personal and private, very interactive coaching and accountability group where every day we talk about your mindset and we get your goal. You can learn all about it at paulabfitness.com slash get dash your Goal. I'll see you in the goal group.